0: Uh, Chicken and the Nuggets. Yo soy Noah y mi amigo Jacobo es aquí también. Gracias.
1: Mi amo Jacobo y tostada y perrito y mm-hmm. carne asada.
0: Mm, claro, que claro. Mm. Um, hi, Jacob. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the señores and señoras who are listening. Mm-hmm. This is Chicken and the nuggets international edition um what's going on with you <laughs>
1: <laughs> nothing what's going on with me buddy i think all those going on is going on with you uh looks like you're in a uh quite the hotel uh, mm, um... i think it's
0: it's pretty it doesn't matter we're all very we're having a great trip i am here in la ciudad de mexico um mm. and uh on a family trip and we're just having a ball you've been here before jacob have you not
1: i have i have been in mexico city uh with mia moore mm-hmm. and uh yes we just spent some time there great city uh great vibes vibes are uh always immaculate immaculate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. immaculate i think is, ¿Sí, claro? is in, in espanol um ¿Sí? i i do love mexico noah and i'm excited to hear about your trip how's it going so far and you're down Absolute, there on absolutely. a family mission trip right you're down there. we're on a family
0: mission trip we're trying to convert everybody to the one true religion of course jesus christ of latter-day saints so me and my fellow saints are down here just talking to the locals seeing what we can um preach and just trying to trying to learn a little bit but yeah it's been a lot of fun um Right by our hotel, there's a two-story wing street uh, wing stop, excuse me. And I saw another two-story wing stop later today and a two-story Buffalo Wild Wings. So, I, I mean, if you want to live in paradise, I think you might as well come to Mexico City because that's what they have to offer here. And yeah, museums, culture. <laughs>
1: Other stuff, but mostly yeah. uh, two-story Buffalo Wild Wings. Um, that's right it's funny you say that no because when we went to mexico city we had a couple we had some fantastic food but one of my favorites was the uh and people make fun of me the california pizza kitchen that we went <laughs> to because uh for some reason the steak was like the best steak i've ever had in my life there
0: i'm writing it down <laughs> <laughs> yeah california yep. pizza what
1: <laughs> uh, California Pizza Kitchen um
0: awesome it's written down dude I'll have to take a look
1: mm-hmm. I do we, love CPK
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is not a bashing CPK podcast uh and we have yes to do the picata from CPK but we of will course, give, of course I'm a barbecue
0: chicken a man myself just because I like traditional values and I appreciate America but um to each their own Jacob welcome to the podcast um we should get started i guess a little bit what do you um you well, know i want I to hear here... more about
1: the trip what have you seen have I mean, you to... no I saw your... no nothing
0: nothing what? it's just it's just so sad being in a different country you know what i mean none of my things are here none of the people i know are here um overall just kind of like a depressing kind of vibe but we saw Lee, leon trotsky's house which was very cool of course assassinated here in mexico city a lot of really good food i'm sure we'll get into that for our requirements and um just great weather really good weather everybody here speaks spanish not <laughs> into that as much as i would be if they spoke my language but you know what you have to adapt <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um yeah, i don't know that's been my my trip thus far i guess it's been really nice people have been nice i've been practicing my espanol of course mm-hmm. and got to watch the nuggets lose to the lakers a few nights ago i guess two nights ago so it's been just a ball
1: that sounds sounds like a great trip um uh, i'm very jelly you're in mexico um, we need to
0: travel together internationally you and me i think
1: mm-hmm we we set up a uh um a, a, an altar at our house i'm serious for, for i know That's i know it. we're gonna do it we're gonna do it <laughs> i moved on a little bit uh <laughs> god forbid you
0: move on and i don't know <laughs> jesus christ
1: but it's related uh we did set up an altar for the day of the dead so the, yeah, this uh, see? the honor of the fallen dead um and uh we almost if nuggets had a, another window we could have put the lakers in there but apparently um they're gonna be sticking around and that's just great for that uh, people can keep on talking about them about the lakers yeah, yeah because
0: you know and this is my opinion i don't know if we hear enough about the lakers because it's like oh they're good let's talk about them but it's like it, when they're bad are people even talking about them and of course, that sarcasm. Yes, the Lakers suck. Everybody's talking about how bad they suck. But it was great that they could get their first win against the Nuggets. Um, that's, of course, basketball talk, Jacob, and I'm sure we'll get into that later. Mm-hmm. Um, Where'd you eat this week?
1: So, uh, let's. I did eat chicken about 20, 30 minutes ago um because i did eat i will say yesterday i had a bad monday at work um just being a monday not a huge deal but sometimes you know i'm like you know fuck it i'll I'll give me a pick me up and uh what what is a jacob pick me
0: up if a baja blast is a regular day
1: (laughs) could you could you guess uh i bet you can get it in three guesses if and and i will say it's it's been on the podcast It's been on the podcast recently, and
0: uh,
1: we may have not even talked about it at all. So that's too many
0: hints. (laughs) You went to Wingstop?
1: Wing Street, yes. I went to Wing Street. Wing Street Street.
0: is what I meant. Wing Street.
1: I went to Wing Street, and I got way too many wings. And there's something about... I think the prices are higher there or something too. So I like spent like a depressing amount of money on <laughs> well, uh, so I did well, have...
0: we did not we did not discuss Wing Street, of course, because um that was the night of the Nuggets opener and uh our sad, sad episode. Uh-huh. and we didn't even touch on the chicken at all as we were trying to watch the game. So I'm good. this is this is good. Uh-huh. we can discuss. and um, you know, uh, don't be embarrassed, of course. I do um can you give me a number on the wings?
1: I would never ask the price so i got i think i got 24 traditional wings <laughs> and then an yeah. extra eight homeless or something all right and that is not also that it's not my fault because they split them up it's a weird way uh new numerical wise uh and then my wife went to a concert on my wife wife, so i had the house and uh it's a a circumstantial thing it's just circumstantial you ate a quarter
0: of a hundred (laughs) wings
1: two dozen wings
0: i mean you could have just gone in there like a bakery like hey can i get two dozen wings jacob you and i i don't remember what we or did we get 16 of each on our thing
1: I think we got that 16 right. of each. Um, 32 total. I also got extra t- traditional <laughs> just to traditional tradition
0: You did. Did you finish? That's the um, question everyone's wondering.
1: Yeah, I finished.
0: I, I, <laughs> you're very good.
1: I ate them all um, while watching. I don't even remember what, like some basketball game, whatever's on NBA TV now that I like. Let me guess. To.
0: You were jacking off while you are eating chicken and watching <laughs> basketball. That sounds, you're disgusting. Well, you should be the largest person i know
1: (laughs) actually that's true for sure but also i mean especially because i jerk off with the spicy garlic (laughs) sauce but um (laughs) uh, as as some sort of lube but uh no that's definitely true um but i did get (laughs) mostly just uh i like their like buffalo mild or, or medium uh buffalo medium sauce uh because they have like the burning hot which is too hot for me and then now... burning, it,
0: it's it's really i agree dude i've gotten i've gotten the hot and it's like you and i have had this discussion about how often is hot really hot wing street absolutely gives you some hot wings if you're going to order those and i think that's a, a real testament to their organization
1: yeah. And there's a line too, you know, we, I don't know if we've talked about this, but like, if it gets too hot and it's uncomfortable, then I'm kind of out. I don't want to be like sweaty um, yeah, and, and like uncomfortable in my skin. Um, <laughs> right. And of then course. I got, I, I did get a lot of spicy garlic, uh, a lot on the side just for uh, a sexual lube. But,
0: um, <laughs> I, uh, let me jump in here real quick. Um, and again, we, we didn't discuss it enough, but I fucking love Wing Street, dude. Mm-hmm. I think it is so much more superior than Stop or truly any of the other, you know, um, chain, quick, fast food wing places. Um, we've discussed it, too. The, the sauce, the, like the sticky, thick sauce that they put on um, just really doesn't compare. And the chicken just tastes good. It tastes better. And um, I'm a big fan.
1: Yeah, it's fun. We haven't really... I feel like we haven't encountered a lot of sticky sauces like that. Mm. Um, And I don't know what they do to it, but it almost has like a a Korean fried chicken type of fry, but then the yeah, sauce, dude. but then the sauce is like all Americanized and, <laughs> and, and, and gentrified <laughs> or whatever. So it is like yeah, a buff- gentrified,
0: that's right.
1: Yeah, it is like a buffalo wing, but I think the, the way it fries or somewhere where how the sauce is sticky. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're very culinary all this well I was time. gonna
0: say I wonder if we could find another word for sticky <laughs> because that doesn't particularly sound appetizing. Maybe thick mm-hmm. or hmm
1: adhesive <laughs> Ad, adhesive uh yeah we, uh, we're watching that show the bear he'd be disappointed in how we're um fuck that dude these wings. uh fuck that dude uh such
0: a whiny bitch. we the <laughs> bear yeah that's right very good oh my god and it's in chicago <laughs> mm-hmm. never seen an episode
1: um <laughs> okay good good uh before well, we get to your mexican chicken noah too yeah uh an hour or about an hour ago um i went to whole foods for like the second time in my life like, <laughs> whoa okay and i got a uh like they have the hot deli or whatever you know and then i got a, a a box like they give you some like homeless person box which is ironic and then, person experiencing homelessness box yeah 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 person experiencing homelessness box and i filled it up um first of all too too much stuff uh <laughs> and it it was a $25 uh, box of food that I put in this cardboard box and full of mostly orange chicken. uh, So I ate orange chicken from Whole Foods which, first of all, not orange, but it didn't taste like orange so okay. it's actually pretty healthy and then uh some rice and some mashed potatoes and then they had some pulled pork too so and then i i got white rice and then i put some of the indian rice on top of it too like i'm very all over the place and, and you're an animal dude You're a definitely animal. not uh culturally i'm I'm a, I'm a hot pot of cultural uh association Absolutely. here yeah. and then diversity um, long story short uh it made me uh, go poopies like immediately so that's what happens when i get semi-healthy food not even healthy ex- spent uh, <laughs> just like home-cooked uh food finally just <laughs> uh, goes through my body immediately and i think that's that's the most i feel like noah is like oh i spent a lot of money for this food and it didn't even stay in me for a long time mm. um it's-
0: uh,
1: go ahead no, I thought of It's just, I, I, it's just I, not I was going to say, friendly, you know?
0: Absolutely. I was going to say, we very rarely actually talk about bowel stuff and, and tummy stuff on the show. I think partially because it, it, it's crass and it's inappropriate, but it, it is probably a topic we should approach more because it's like, what do you do after you eat? You shit. You know, you piss and shit and you come. That's what I do every time after I eat. I do those three things. Um, I also had quite a bowel experience this week. Um, and just good it's a i had a very different experience to food these last few days than your twenty five dollar orange chicken meal um um is there anything else <laughs> anything any other chicken things
1: you had i think I think that's pretty much it so uh, it's nice. it's um So, yeah, I've had I've had Wing Street the last uh, uh, once a week in the past couple of weeks, uh, and then uh, I had a little bit of healthy food that made my stomach because, like, I think we did one episode. I left to go take a bowel movement uh, during a podcast. But other than that, we've definitely tiptoed around it. And um, I will say I don't think my digestive system is in tip top shape as uh, (laughs) most of the time. I don't go to the bathroom until the next morning when I drink coffee, uh, so I don't think that's really he- healthy Sorry. way to go. Do you about go? This. Do you go to bed
0: <laughs> to shit and not and don't do it?
1: Well, it's not like I I don't I don't need to do it is kind uh, of okay. a thing. Yeah, yeah, about like just just waiting, just like oh I need, but uh, coffee really helps me so. Um sure. I've also had some concerning weekends where I couldn't go all weekend. This is too much. And then on Monday morning it's like it's like a whole thing. And then yeah. yeah and then I get a bad Monday and then I have to order a week again at night. So it's like a yeah. very vicious yeah.
0: cycle. really vicious
1: cycle. Really the most vicious fucking
0: cycle. And yes. I'm sorry about that
1: um i had a circle you
0: know that's right dude in the round Mm -hmm. we all remember that (laughs) it's a round it's a (laughs) round um (laughs) shout out Dan cook i (laughs) i um am i'm happy you're doing well Mm -hmm. and that you're still staying relatively healthy i also when i got here and then i'll i'll go um to my uh food if you want i um came here hadn't hadn't taken about hadn't taken a bm in probably two days and then right when i got here the the morning after we got here i had truly one of the most remarkable experiences of my life and frankly i'm gonna leave it at that
1: <laughs> okay but do you think it was because of like <laughs> was it like jet lag type of a travel i think thing?
0: It, i don't know i think i didn't go to the restroom for probably 48 hours and then had a bunch of tacos And I think that was just sort of a combo of like, hold on, Noah, wait a second there, big fella. And, um, you know, egg on my face.
1: Now, I'm (laughs) a big yeah now i'm a big listener of podcasts while eating so i apologize yeah. to anybody who's eating right now because uh this is not a poop-based episode this is kind of no. just well, I don't no. too. Uh but we are uh we're, we're humans we're poop-based people so
0: and if you're also listening to us while you're eating thank you for listening you know i don't know if we say that enough jacob um, I'd like to thank our listeners, my mom's friends, and my brother's friends, who are all listening. You guys really make this thing go round.
1: Them and Phil Corridor, uh, Phil! are our three listeners. <laughs> uh, Absolutely.
0: <laughs> so thank you guys so much. Um, we haven't received any money from you. Not saying we need it, but we haven't received it.
1: Phil, and Phil, that's just also the way it up, is. Shout out to Phil for. Um, talking to me twice about how we didn't talk about wing street too so i hope you really this episode because we did have a little bit of a deep dive but also phil doesn't care about the nuggets at all so he's just a real i was gonna I say also uh,
0: once again shout out to phil for not even liking half of this podcast and still listening to it he's really <laughs> our biggest fan and i appreciate that thank you phil um uh, okay.
1: <laughs> what did you eat down there Noah? Mexico? thank you i'm you? gonna get to it uh, so
0: um are you? yeah i don't know um if there's another name or something special but i had some pollo tacos dude um mexico oh, yeah. city is um lousy with taquerias just on the side of the calle which is street, um and just like any sort of um marquetta um and dude it's uh i mean i'm gonna kind of do an overall thing because i had i had some chicken but really this is more about you know the type of food we have going on here and um so you got a $25 meal of orange chicken <laughs> and a bunch of other bullshit. I yesterday got nine tacos for $8 or some shit. And they were all, it was amazing. I got some El Pastor, chorizo is big here. I'm sure people are familiar with chorizo. Um, Besteque, which is steak in um, Spanish. So I got a bistec taco. And of course, a lot of pollo, dude. Um, Uh, there's no shortage of, of Pollo in the city. And, um, I actually want to hear a little bit about your stuff when you were here, but it's very fucking affordable. Um, I think you and I are, are particular fans of like hole, hole in the wall type places. We haven't (laughs) done maybe nearly as much as we should have, but, um, any place that is like very unassuming, you know, has like an abuela uh, abuelita behind the grill just cooking everything and you know it's on a side street with trash around it that's like more often than not the best place to eat in any city in, outside the US <laughs> but um the yeah i mean i don't really know like uh, the superlatives it's the uh, corn tortillas of course um the salsas dude here i mean i'll put i'll fucking drown my shit in green and red salsa um and, you know, just like the regular couturement, onions, parsley, rather cilantro. Um, and, I mean, you can go out at any hour and just walk around and, and find your the best meal of, the, of your day. Um, it's a very international city. Things are open late. Um, it kind of, it really does, I mean, coming to a place like this, it makes me feel so fucking uncultured living in a cow town like Denver, which is basically a fucking shithole compared to this beautiful city of diversity and um cars but um i don't know dude i fucking i'm in love for sure um with this this pollo taco and all the other taquerias um i'm trying to think if i even have had anything but tacos <laughs> I, may <have laughs> o- I may only have eaten tacos this trip so far which is fine
1: yeah um because in, it is in rome. Authentic. when in rome. It,
0: exactly when in rome and it is authentic um but yeah i don't know i mean i would suggest people come here uh like i said it's inexpensive everything was paid for for by my family so of course um it was free for me which is like a really <laughs> fucking good deal that's like the best deal um and <laughs> I mean, I, I, this is kind of how I want to start traveling more is travel for free. the sole reason of food, right? Free would be great too. Um, I was, uh, I was, before I got here, there are, you know, Nuggets fans traverse the globe. You know what I mean? And there are, there's a Mexican Nuggets Twitter page. And I wanted to see if there was any possibility of connecting or saying hola your and um la ciudad and um, I didn't even try a little bit so something for a future um when we travel maybe hitting up some of some of our nuggets heads um, overseas and stuff um I did actually this was crazy I I saw a guy wearing the same nuggets hat as me it was the baby it's the baby blue nuggets logo with the mountain in the back just fucking on the street and I felt obligated to say something to him um but I don't speak Spanish and I didn't want to say something rude just I didn't want to be rude um I wanted to have manners so he walked away into the distance but I did see a nugget's head here in Mexico City
1: big I think that's huge very big very big um yeah it's it's kind of I think maybe some I know he's not Mexican but Rudy Fernandez holdover (laughs) Uh, some some Spaniard fans, maybe. Uh, what was so? (laughs) So, did you eat mostly pollo asado or was it al pastor? No, if I'm gonna be totally honest,
0: yeah, if I'm gonna be totally honest, I haven't had. I probably had one or two pollos. Um, the main thing I've been going at, and this is not the podcast, but I've been doing a lot of bistec, a lot of um al pastor and um chorizo. I mean, those those are my uh, you know sue me. I'm a red meat guy on this trip. Um, but I am I you know the pollo is very fucking good. Um, you know, it's not like shredded bullshit chicken that you'll find in the Salos Unidos. Um, you know, it just feels and again, I don't know how the fuck farm to table works down here or whatever the hell, but it, it feels fresh and it tastes yummy. And I know GMOs are illegal um in Mexico. So I think it's like I don't know, it's it's just a really, really great combo
1: i i loved about mexico noah um i i like you kind of i, I could probably deferred too much to just finding carne asada tacos uh, mm. and stuff but that's that's where um my heart lays uh with tacos but um every place in mexico we went to um they all have the bottled Cokes, which is really cool. Um, and we're trying to quit soda here in this house, but oh, no uh, way. But cool. when, we're on a, when we're on a trip, the rules don't matter. And uh, so uh, I love a good bottle Coke and something about it in Mexico. It just yeah. tastes like the most refreshing thing in the world. Um, you
0: just feel fucking bohemian and intelligent and sophisticated, dude. I 100% agree to your soda thing. Um, I mean, uh that's a good thing you guys are trying to cut out soda i have more or less totally cut out soda i have it every now and then and my life has not improved one iota i'm still stressed and depressed about just about everything that goes on so i don't know if you want to take that as a warning or as just what's going on it hasn't helped and i wish i probably drank more of it but (laughs) there's so much fucking sugar in soda i think that was like my big thing once where they're like this is what one can of coke is and they just like poured Sugar into a glass. I'm yeah. like, that. like, that's kind of gross.
1: I hate when that propaganda work or propaganda works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Dude, you're the propaganda. You and a minister. It's really good.
1: We should make uh, shirts or <laughs> minister of propaganda. Minister of propaganda. Coming out
0: with a heater all of a sudden. That's really Heat good. Check.
1: Heat check for me over here. I will say, though, I've also, I've had a lot of weird dentist work done, Noah, and uh, I've been trying not to eat candy either, and mm, yeah. that's been way harder for me, really. I, I'm I'm actually pretty okay with just getting, like, a LaCroix or, like, a weird water thing yeah uh, not you really, need it to be sir. special though yeah i do <laughs> it, it can't use, be uh,
0: regular tap water You're, you'll throw up and get sick
1: yep shout out to hint uh hint waters <laughs> uh zero sugar zero calories don't know how the fuck it tastes like fruit um but uh shout out to hint not a sponsor of the podcast but should be no. at some point oh fuck I uh, I do. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm very excited you're in Mexico, Noah. You're in for a long time, aren't you? There for a couple more days A
0: Couple more days. Leaving um leaving on lunes Smartface, miércoles jueves viernes sábado. I'm leaving on sábado, mm-hmm. and um should be back should be back in a little bit. But I I do love it down here. Um, no open mics, which is like okay. But does that make you? Does that really even make you a city? You know what I mean. If you don't have some open mic comedy
1: but um
0: yeah dude i don't know i, I we really do should travel because i think that'd be fun
1: <laughs> it'll be really fun me and miriam did go to an open mic there one uh and because uh, it's in spanish and i i sat down and tried to work some of my jokes in the spanish which doesn't really work because all my jokes are like wordplay and so <laughs> in, a, in a different language the wordplay doesn't even work really um but uh and then we got there uh when sign up was supposed to be and there was like 40 comics already there for like an hour so we didn't know the culture of that and uh the host was gonna gonna like shoehorn horn us in and we were like yeah we're, we're fine we'll just watch it it was funny though that was seeing i couldn't understand the host but you could tell he had open my coast mannerisms or like even just open <laughs> oh, yeah. mannerisms where like he had a joke go bad and he kind of like played it off like it would have went well at a better crowd or something <laughs> and rules. and i can like tell that kind of mannerisms and, and him being like yeah well i'm actually getting paid for this which is what i would right. say as an open my coast so yeah. um comedy comedy's fucking universal
0: dude all the various you know tenants of it i think it transcends language and culture i think that's super true that would be I You know, I did. This was a while ago. My brother was studying abroad and we went to visit him and I did a a actual showcase show, not in Spanish, but to a bunch of Spanish speakers and various classmates of his. And I fucking ate my ass so badly. Um, And that sucked. It was on Thanksgiving Day.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Miriam did one here in Denver at uh, Races Brewery or something um and uh she ended up i think it was mostly english but there was a lot of, of spanish speakers in the crowd and she ended up doing a couple in spanish which is really cool and very versatile of her and yeah maybe we should
0: know, just yeah i, I was just going to say
1: maybe we should both try to
0: translate our acts into spanish
1: I think we should, because that's the other Good. that was the point I was gonna make is that Good. <laughs> what I can tell Miriam's watched some mainstream kind of stand-up comedy in Spanish. Um and they're kind of behind uh humor-wise. So I think we could kind of uh jump into that. I think it's it's more um I don't I don't wanna say like fluffy based material, but it's more <laughs> like uh uh just yeah, very mainstream, if you know it. my
0: my, uh boss at work um the ceo rather of the organization his favorite comedian is um fluffy uh iglesias so you know don't don't be bashing (laughs) don't be bashing but um yes i totally understand what you're seeing i think we could probably what in less than a year control the fucking scene in mexico city which is the fourth biggest city in the world
1: i think so and not to uh not to keep on bring it up fluffy <laughs> but um fucking former guest of the podcast Alec Flynn at his comedic comedy show that he runs he introduced me as a, a, I've toured around Gabriel iglesias and that's crowd. so funny Hold on. And the crowd, I have a funny part, but the crowd was so bad that I was like, I'm not even going to play around with it. Like, if they want to believe that and listen to me a little bit more, they can do that. And then afterwards, this guy came up to me and he was like, hey, man, you went with Fluffy for a while. That's cool, fool. And I was like, oh, yeah. I do
0: the voice. And I was like,
1: I don't know why I lied to it like this, too. I was like, yeah, I, I did one show. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why i was off stage i was like still in a horrific mood for some reason and i was just yeah. like yeah i, I mean it, it's i not opened, I opened for him
0: i opened for him at dodgers stadium It was just the one show <laughs> yeah dude that's what we do we're fucking liars we take people for a ride and we deal with tricks who gives a fuck all
1: right that's right. <laughs> uh, cancel us I don't know why um, I still wanted him to like me. It just, like, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it wasn't as much as Alex said, but I did watch it.
0: Is Is it because he called you fool? Is that why you really wanted Probably. to win his approval?
1: Oh, wait. It was Chris Astralis. She um, was.
0: So. Okay, cool. Shout out to you um, for listening. Yeah, shout out to the fools. Can you name every Mexican comedian in Denver?
1: Mexican comedian in Denver? There's uh, Miriam Moreno.
0: Uh, mm-hmm.
1: There's Gabby that's the only Piers one we need. Reed, Gabby. Who? Yes. The, the The Reed part really throws me mm-hmm. off. She's probably more American than she bleats on. um I'm just kidding. I love Gabby. Brian. Rick Brian. Rick
0: Brian. I'm pretty sure is Hispanic. Mm-hmm. Rick um... Brian.
1: There's the cop in Boulder. Uh...
0: <laughs> I could have. Sworn he was from the Philippines,
1: dude. Oh yeah, he probably is All right. Yeah. Well, now we're gonna get into very <laughs> We I are. We're getting in sure. trouble.
0: We're getting in trouble. I'm sorry I said that. Um, but guess what? We don't give a fuck. I'm not, kidding. We Dr. care not want a help. Yeah, he. Well, he's from Guadalajara, <laughs> so fucking 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 Anything else? Anything else on food thing we want to discuss or any other things this week that I didn't ask?
1: I think our our biggest conclusion is that uh, uh, go to Mexico City and eat food there, I think.
0: Yeah. And wear
1: American flags.
0: And um, if you're um, lacking in self-control, order two dozen wings from Wing Street.
1: Yeah, you can wear, wear a Don't Tread on Me uh, flag around your shoulders, and then yes. they'll, they'll, they'll actually give you a snake here there in Mexico. So They do.
0: They give you a snake and a cactus when you walk into the hotel. It's actually very cool. <laughs> well, Jacob, I don't know. I don't know about you, but NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball is back. So tip off the season mm. with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can uh, make any $5 NBA money line bet and get $200 in free fucking bets if your team wins. Out of control. I mean, those prices, Jacob, that sounds like Mexico City. So uh-huh. I, I would not. Um, arriba,
1: arriba. M- uh,
0: yeah, I, I missed this. So um, check this out, everybody. In addition to the usual bets, everybody, Toros, todos gente, can boost their winnings up to 100% with DraftKings. Stepped up same game parlays. All you have to do is go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt in, and place a stepped up game stepped up same game parlay today. With big without with fuck with payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go and also Jacob to bet on the NBA.
1: Yes, I bet Noah I I hit this week actually mm. because I bet that uh Steve Nash wouldn't last less than really games so uh <laughs> that and, rolls I had a go ahead sir and and Steve Nash also took that bet I think my point was gonna be. yeah,
0: he's gonna be fine. I told my brother yesterday who was talked about that he he doesn't know he's not as fluent in basketball as us, but that he loves the Brooklyn Nets. I was like, Steve Nash is a terrible coach and we'll get fired very soon. And then we woke up and just that happened. Um, so that's basketball.
1: Yeah. For you. Well, you want to get the call to action there? Oh, sorry. Yeah. 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 We'll talk about <laughs> Steve Nash here in a second. But our first, our favorite part of the podcast is the call to action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. She show notes for details. If you're an addict, a person experience addictness. Uh, <laughs> um, you can listen to that. Uh, shout out to the basketball podcast network, TBPN, for keeping the lights off. I wanted to shout out to Noah uh, before we start to talk about basketball, the Jazz Get Ball Podcast, which yeah, is, is me and you to a very fun uh Twitter live before the Nuggets jazz game. And uh very cool dude. So if you're at all interested in the jazz basketball this seems like the time to be interested in the jazz for sure uh i was on the ground floor of this bandwagon um uh, i was um,
0: i was gonna be i was just gonna say i was very very surprised that the jazz people did not try to convert us or try to tell us to stop (laughs) drinking or other various disgusting fucking habits that those people have but it was a lot of fun those guys were a lot of fun shout out and thanks for having us
1: a lot of fun, and it was it was interesting to hear. Now the Jazz, like a similar smaller market, but still kind of a different market than the Nuggets. Here, their kind of outside perspective, um, mostly I think, a lot more uh, heat on Michael Malone that they would assume is happening. Yeah, what I think, but who knows? They we'll asked see. us that
0: a few. They asked us that a few times. How how long Mike Malone would last if this is if this is a bust season? Um, and I said two years. I said if he gets this year, next year, and I think you said the same thing. But then off mic, m- <laughs> may I? Mm-hmm. You said Mike Malone has has five years, <laughs> which I actually tend to agree with way more. Um, and we've made this argument too before. But it's like it's the connection that he has with Jokic and Jamal, and just those guys who have been there since the beginning um, that that makes him way more of an asset. And again, we did talk about this when fucking um, Conley left Tim Conley, but um, that connection is way more important than anything you have in the front office. So I, I feel good about Mike Malone in spite of what happened this week.
1: Yeah. And that's, and that's based off of Jokic's five-year contract as well too. So I yeah, think, nice. I think if Jokic is on the nuggets, the Malone's the coach, I don't think, I don't know. I don't, I just feel like if, if, if the Nuggets got some like young coach that was trying to like discipline people in a weirder way, I don't know if that's the answer for Jokic. And no. I did mention that on the on the podcast too. Jokic is not one to ask out. I don't think he would ever like say Malone's not right either. And I don't think uh he would just like quit and we never see him again and he'll move Yeah. You-
0: so. Yeah, which is very possible. I mean, he is such a unique fucking character in this world of NBA where everybody has to fucking blab their mouth off and ask out if they're not totally, you know, satisfied with the position that they're in. And it's like, Jokic, I mean, he's just such a fucking grinder. And, you know, I mean, this is obviously a um a sided argument, one-sided argument. But, yeah, I mean, when you look at stuff with Brooklyn, fucking the Lakers, dude, um, it just... It makes me feel that much more prideful about Jokic and, and his longevity.
1: Yeah, um, let's let's talk about Brooklyn real quick before we actually get into the Nuggets because it's more recent. Um, yeah, like Noah mentioned, the <laughs> the Brooklyn Nets uh, they fired uh, Steve Nash, who is probably celebrating. Kind of a meme on the internet now is how excited <laughs> Steve Nash is. And then not only do they do that they hire emmy aduka from ime, the Boston, Udoku. ime
0: Udoku. Yes. sorry Very that's
1: good. that's the most offensive part of this that's one, gonna be the right? offensive yep yes yep. yes yes um who <laughs> there's there's so many things weird about this.
0: <laughs> you just like laying it out i mean i was thinking about this today <laughs> but you just like laying it out like that is. Fucking wild, dude! It is a fucking wild turn of events.
1: <laughs> Super wild, and they got off really easy because today was the NBA or NFL trade deadline, and yeah. there was like a hundred NFL trades. So when I was on Twitter, I barely even saw this, and then I had to like actually read the story. <laughs> so the Brooklyn Nets, all right. They let me <laughs> let me even go macro more. No, I want to I please even break this down and take, and us, I don't out. Even, take I don't us out. Take us out. I don't even have a point really, but I just so. So the Brooklyn Nets, they, <laughs> they have a cool, young, upstart team, right? At some point, um, they have a lot of cool players. They trade it all for Kevin Durant. And then Kevin Durant, by proxy, gets Kyrie <laughs> Irving to get in here. Uh, and then by proxy, we, they get I was James just Harden. Say, yes.
0: Yeah. We haven't even discussed Kyrie's recent <laughs> issues, but yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then so... But And then so that was last year, Noah. That was, I was <laughs> yeah. like 10 years ago that we were like, oh, Brooklyn might actually be good with Harden and, and Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. And then Harden doesn't make the season, doesn't even make the full season before asking out. And somehow he gets traded to Philadelphia. And then um, through that, they get Ben Simmons. <laughs> Who is already, at this point, one of the most controversial, quote-unquote, superstars that you could go get. And then, so they they get Steve Nash, who's the nicest Canadian basketball player, to coach these guys. Yeah, and, he and likes then,
0: soccer more than basketball.
1: Like, soccer more than basketball. Everyone says he's a great guy. Probably can't handle these. Uh, this this basketball team that, like, smokes too much weed and watches YouTube too much. Um, <laughs> and then so this season starts off poorly um ben simmons looks uh like a a 13 year old who can't use his body or something out there um kyrie actually looks pretty good kevin durant looks really good i mean but that's kevin durant um yeah. so like that's not that surprising also in the middle of all this they just don't offer bruce brown anything uh mm-hmm. bruce brown goes to the nuggets already like my top three favorite nuggets i think is bruce brown and then the 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 brooklyn nets fire and and bring in ime who is got suspended for a full year and then so they have him ben simmons kyrie irving three of the most like hot in a bad way in the media uh, team. And then Kevin Durant, who it, it's, it's all kind of his fault, quote-unquote. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it depends on how you want to look at it. I don't know. What do you think? No, I don't even have a point. I, it just seems like insane. Yeah, ridiculous. yeah, I
0: wanted to add even one more thing that is even a crazier wrinkle, is that Ime Udoko's Celtics swept the Nets last year <laughs> in the playoffs. So it's That's like, fair. now he's, he's changing sides. And, um, I mean, people, for what I can tell, really like this new Celtics coach. But, like, yeah, I don't know if I have a point. It is kind of the most from from the initial KD trade, which is fucking, dude, so long ago now, <laughs> mm-hmm. to Brooklyn. I mean, it has just been a nonstop fucking drama show. And um, I don't know how anyone in that – I mean, first of all, I don't know who's a Brooklyn Nets fan. But I don't know how you can, like, pay attention to basketball when just so much fucking bull – is going around you, um, and I love KD. I really do love KD. <laughs> I I really used to love Kyrie um, and James. You know whatever the fuck James Harden Benson is, but I think it's um total. I mean, it, it makes it's one of the reasons basketball is so much fun is because all of this fucking random shit can happen without really any explanation. Um, and I don't know. Well, here's one thing because Ime coached KD um, and maybe even Kyrie on the U S team. So if there's any sort of connection or anything that could possibly work in their favor, it would be that, but once again, you know, a lot of these dudes are head cases. Um, it, it's, it's fucking wild. It really is wild. And, um, you know, it's just the, the nature of the NBA, this, you know, this era, I guess.
1: Also, it's been a week but it feels like a month since kyrie irving like tweeted some anti-semitic movie to watch or something and yeah (laughs) i don't look kyrie he doesn't i don't think he even watched it or like knows what it is so like i don't mind but when he gets called out like that he's gonna double down and he's gonna he's gonna be kyrie about it which is exactly what happened and then so that's happening at the same time so like which, which scandal do you even talk about? Like, the Ime scandal, the Kyrie Irving scandal, um, and then, I don't know, it's just Ben Simmons still is, like, the, the part that actually matters playing basketball, he's actually very bad at right now. So that <laughs> is, might be the biggest story out of all this. But uh, very interesting, though. I don't know. They also have Royce O'Neal, which I didn't know. Right. Which, I love Royce <laughs> O'Neal. I like yeah. him a lot.
0: <laughs> Rose, also, Rose. Uh, s- side note, um, Harden who got traded to the, the um, Sixers, Sixers are also underperforming so far. Mm-hmm. So it's like nobody has won so far from everybody is in the shitter with these transactions and these, you know, hirings and firings. It's it's really inexplicable, but I love it, dude. Yeah. I fucking am here for it so much. It makes it so much fun and we gotta talk about it.
1: If you're E Noah, do you would you rather like like it's such a shit storm. To go into Brooklyn right now. Like I would rather wait and then coach the Celtics in a year. Like I don't I understand. definitely would have
0: that's why it was so surprising to me. I absolutely well, I think part of it was it was a reevaluation kind of thing where in a year they were gonna reevaluate his suspension versus like them giving him an automatic um job right away. And I think if there's anything that would have swayed him, it would be, well, I want a job fucking right now. But that yeah, does... I agree, dude. I mean they loved they loved him in in Boston. I mean, as far as a first-year coach, you could not have possibly done better unless you actually won the thing. Um, and I really liked him, you know, and good for him for banging the owner's wife. That is really hardcore and awesome. Uh, just, <laughs> does Joe Sigh have a hot wife?
1: <laughs> but that's the other thing, too. We don't know the whole email thing. No, I mean, there was like 10 – It was like so many sports writers who came out really hard against it, and then Mm. backtracked when they figured when they found out more information about it. So like that's gonna happen at some point, Uh, right? So I don't know, man. That just seems like so bad. And
0: where does uh, Steve Nash get hired next, or is he is he done coaching?
1: Yeah, I think the next time it's going to be Steve Nash coaching like the Canadian basketball team, which yeah, great just for like yeah. a fun summer for Steve Nash. <laughs> I think he that is too much for Steve Nash, and I I yeah. love Steve Nash as a player, and he seems like the nicest guy good ever. Dude. Yep. Yeah, and uh, just not a good fit. um Actually, you know what? Let's just throw him on the Nuggets' assistants coaching staff. That'd be great, dude. I um, mean, our
0: Nug- our Nuggets staff has consistently well you know what he could improve because i bet if he was on that staff he'd get hired as a head coach
1: in three years as it goes what if you get steve nash with bones island for like two summers you know um, cool that'd be great i think that'd be great this is the longest we've talked about a different basketball team well, I think. we're trying we to avoid
0: we're trying to avoid i think what happened this week um i do have some stats but um we didn't talk since last week which was the first week of full NBA action. I think at that point, the Nuggets were either three and two or four and two. This was last week. Um, And now the Nuggets are coming off of a really fucking devastating loss to at that point, the winless Lakers um, in LA. And um, the three teams we've lost to dude are the Jazz, the Trailblazers and the Lakers, who is at least as far as like, predicting the season goes those were maybe not the lakers as much but those were supposed to be the bad teams in the league um and we've been losing to them i also have i mean i have a few stats um well, let's just focus from, yes
1: let's focus on the utah game and the lakers game right the last two games
0: utah forgot about utah because of course we did our live tweet um thing but yes you're right lakers in utah i guess start with the jazz I just, I sorry, I was going off because I was looking at some of these numbers and it was really disappointing. It was a lot of um, very similar kind of problems that we've been facing. But so yeah, let's do you're Jazz. Which,
1: you're, you're talking about the Sunday game against the Lakers, right? So
0: I am. That's what I was just talking about. But yeah, let's talk about our our win first and then and then move on. I guess.
1: I just wanted to say because the Jazz now are six and two, uh, <laughs> and so they just destroyed the memphis grizzlies yesterday and the nuggets rolled them at home against Mm. in denver so that right now is like even a more impressive victory than the warriors one and the warriors one was actually pretty good too but this jazz game i mean just like never out of hand really um and i think the first full game the nuggets have played so far Um, i'm
0: curious i'm curious
1: i'll ask this real quick are you happier with the nuggets
0: wins over the jazz and the warriors or or are you more angry than happy with their losses to the lakers and ma- just the lakers really i mean uh, losing to a, an 0-5 team is um not great in any respect but are you i guess my question is are you happier with the wins or are you more pissed with the losses if that makes ha-
1: any I, sense. I, yeah yeah i i am happier with the wins and i can tell you're Okay, I was gonna say I could tell you're more upset about the Lakers one than I am because I was
0: really pissed about it. Maybe because I was in a different country and was just in different, um, you know, an environment, and it felt it felt like a betrayal. But no, I'm with you, dude. I think especially the Warriors win um, um, was a huge fucking statement, and I'm not not too worried about um, our, our losses so far.
1: So here's my thing in the in the regular season. There's no game planning really I mean you can you can do specific things like yeah we're going to send a double at LeBron or whatever or send a double at AD so you could do specific things like that but when you're playing two teams within four days um, it's going to be the same thing right like they just don't have time to practice and do this so i have many it's so hard you see we're gonna see this all season and we've seen that the last couple seasons that they've done these couplets of games you know like it wasn't back-to-back playing the lakers but it they almost always split um and that's just kind of by design um
0: i I was just gonna say i i mean apart
1: from the jazz which
0: was a great 2-0 and um the nuggets are very good at not like taking teams out and not, at not, um, being able to sweep a sweep on is, you know, for lack of a better term in the regular season. And there are a lot of these couplets. There are a lot of these little mini, you know, you could call them a mini type series where it's like a home, you know, in LA and away in Denver, whatever the fuck. Um, and it's a chance for a team to really fuck up their opponent. Um, but I, I had a actually pretty good feeling that this Lakers game, was going to be a a bad one because, you know, we we sort of dicked on them um, earlier in the week, but um,
1: it's no excuse. My other point to Noah is that this was a Sunday uh, before Halloween where the Mm -hmm. Nuggets had a Friday uh, or a Saturday night in L.A. Um, So, you know, L.A. nightlife undefeated. Um, And you can't tell me that like. So Aaron Gordon had a terrible game. The second game against the Lakers, uh, Christian Brown, uh, Brown, his first kind of really dud. And it's it's you know he's the first time he's going out like in a city like that. If he goes out, right. I don't know if he did or not. I think he's but, nineteen. You
0: know, isn't he still? Oh, he might be twenty one. I think he's twenty one. I
1: think I think he's a little older. Yeah, I think he's twenty one. But he played four years. You know, like I I even think like. Jokic is kind of at a spot where we've seen him at clubs and stuff a little bit, you know, and, and I don't think that's like totally out of the question in a game in October. I don't know, man. I, the Lakers were the more hungry team they're at home. Um, they needed the win more. And I, yeah, it's, 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 it's it was going to happen. The, the Lakers weren't going to lose every game. And, right. you know, uh, the Lakers, even with just LeBron and AD, are like a better team than a lot of teams. So, I I don't mind it. I think the difference is the Lakers didn't make any shots, and then the Nuggets defended them the same. Even, especially Jokic defended them like they couldn't hit any shots ever, and then they did, and they won. So, right. um, I'm not taking much into it at all. Um, Good.
0: But, that makes me feel way better, the way that you laid that out. I do have not, sorry, not, I sounded like I interrupted you.
1: No, good. Go ahead. Uh, I,
0: I do have um, just the one concern, which is a continuing concern that we've had for the past several seasons, is the lack of productivity from the bench, dude, and also just when Jokic isn't on the floor. Um, and I think that's like – supposed. it was supposed to be – those two kind of areas were supposed to be the things that we really figured out. Um, you're talking about Christian Brown, minus 20 on the floor. Bruce Brown, minus 28 jeff green minus 26 you know what i mean you can't fucking win a game you can't win any fucking game when your bench is playing that terribly and i mean these are guys who have been um you know bruce and christian have been playing fucking well so i mean this is just uh you know this was a clear you know um just we didn't play hard enough la nightlife i agree with all that but it's it's something we need to take account of and pay attention to because if our bench can't perform the way that they need to and play that, you know, whenever Jokic isn't out, be able to not fucking lose a lead every goddamn time, then this isn't gonna be a successful team. And I think that was kind of my main concern, just looking at the numbers from from the game. Um and also AD scored 23. You know, that was like vintage AD. He hasn't played that well since, I don't know, when he played the Nuggets in the bubble playoffs. So it's like, yeah, if we if we let those guys cook, they're gonna fucking cook. Um but that that is, I I do agree with most with basically everything you said. But my main my main concerns are bench productivity and yeah, like you said, defense, which still needs to be figured out. Perimeter defense so, too, which is like that was our big thing.
1: Yeah. So I mean, you're right. Like I mean, this is a a game we've seen like a hundred times last year, right? Maybe more. I mean, there's 86 games, but when Jokic <laughs> uh, Jokic comes out. There's like, it's like an eight point lead, nine point lead, and then he comes back in and it's like 15 or yeah. it's like a, a almost like insurmountable uh, even for him. And, and you know, right now, Jokic is not going to put a team on his back right now. And I, I feel I, I see a lot of. Kind of rumblings on NBA. I hate Nuggets Twitter most, yeah. part, most part, but a lot Bunch of, of cocks, stuff dude. about Jokic being aggressive or not, and I couldn't. Uh, disagree more I think Jokic is is playing the right plays right now and he's trying to get the other people going like this doesn't work if it's just Jokic again I mean that's totally. the whole point of having a depth like this is that Jokic doesn't have to do this you know that Utah game Jokic doesn't play the fourth quarter because the bench actually scored and, and right uh gained this lead more than than jokic did so like i don't blame jokic at all like sure he could post up these lakers centers all game but this isn't a playoff game he doesn't need to do that right now he needs to figure out how bruce brown moves he needs to figure out what mpj and jamal can do again and he needs to figure out like how else everybody is is, like half new half incorporating people and right. it's not about him scoring right now like i i'm very like against that like he's not gonna have the stats to get another mvp and he shouldn't that's the point kind of so
0: right because then that would mean that in theory our team is underperforming but um i he, yeah dude i mean uh jokic does nothing but work fucking hard but i do i agree with to your point where you can see his mentality a little bit where he's like i've done this the last two seasons where i've Put shoe bums on my back. This is the year that we're going to be a team and everybody's going to work together. You can see him when he's like coming off the court after, you know, a bad run, um, bad defense. He's, you know, he's obviously a fucking leader, but he's not going to take shit. He's not going to ball around these dudes that aren't pulling their own weight. And you can like just truly see that in the way he carries himself on the court this season um and then just a final uh, you know another point is yeah nuggets twitter are a bunch of fucking bitches dude like it's it's incredible to me that those people are actually nuggets fans and can have such a goddamn terrible outlook on everything it really is depressing and it sucks we're the best people on nuggets twitter um hands down and you know it it makes it makes me pumped but the loudest nuggets fans are usually the ones that are wrong i like to think
1: yeah i mean that's that's a pretty good for most fan bases probably very but, true um, very true i yeah i don't know i'm not taking most into it i mean we'll see how how i feel next time we talk with a with an oklahoma city to yeah. san antonio spurs games coming up uh right. but so there's definitely gonna be some some point of disappointment in there um but the most positive thing from the Lakers game, Noah, is Jamal Murray looked the best he's looked so far, um, and he looked like he had a bit of an edge to him, mm-hmm. uh, kind of the speedness that I've been kind of uh, talking about on the podcast, So he's been pretty slow, slow. Um but um, him and Jokic actually had a couple great kind of two-man game plays, too, which is fantastic. And that's going to take time, too. You know, I mean, they've mentioned they don't practice that or anything. They just kind of go out and have a feel. And if Jamal's not in it completely, it, it, it's been hit or miss a little bit more. So, like, I'm I'm fine, man. This is going to have a lot of speed bumps along the way. but. Right. I mean, the, the Golden State Warriors were like limping into the playoffs last year, you know, and, and then they they turned it on in that time. So, like, to me, the way the regular season goes, if they were undefeated right now, I think that'd be peaking too early. And I think yeah. it'd be um, a bad sign. But yeah, um, the
0: Celtics were the Celtics were barely a 500 team before the All-Star break. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Things can change so quickly. Um yeah, I mean then that's just the nature of this league.
1: Now, is that to say that the, the like the second unit is ready yet? No, not at all. And and especially without Bones with the Lakers game, um there's just no threat, you know? Like I love Bruce Brown, but they can just like guard him well and then they don't have to worry about everyone else on the bench really. And with Bones, he has that extra dimension that he could just he could just shoot at any time. So then you have Christian Brown, uh, Brown cutting, then you have Bruce Brown cutting, um, you know, Bruce too, uh, he is such a versatile player that sometimes I think it's going to be hard for him to like run a unit. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, like mm-hmm. I don't think he's like that kind of player because he's he's also started for the Nuggets at point guard, uh, shooting guard and small forward so far. <laughs> uh, so and then all of a sudden it's like, no, you're the main bench guy now. So like he can do all these things, but that's not like a reliable unit, really. You know, and I I the DeAndre Jordan has been pretty good, I think, um, compared we to still don't think. have
0: a backup file though it's still not totally clear and that's uh, not the worst thing in the world but it'd be nice to have something figured out at this point
1: and and zeke's looked pretty bad but i still think without a bones in there you need zeke to space the floor like i don't i really didn't like deandre with that unit without bones in there um because like then he's just another kind of offensive dud out there that's that's kind of just there but yeah so the second unit definitely in in flux a little bit and you know mpj can definitely help that and i think he's going to be the main kind of stagger guy um to kind of open that up and that that was kind of the utah big discovery was the second unit with mpj bones Mm -hmm. um them together had like a nice little bench unit so i think that's what they're they're leaning towards you can see Malone takes MPJ out first but then he puts them back in with the second unit when Jokic goes out. So um I think that's kind of the idea for now and I think that's probably the best idea. Um maybe you let Jamal run stuff if he's getting 100% at some point. Um but yeah, second second unit definitely a work in progress.
0: And um, I have well, seen we've seen the combo of KCP and Bruce Brown too and I really like that combo as well. Um Yeah, we just clearly haven't totally tapped into their 100% potential. And we've said it ad nauseum. The bench just needs to figure it out. And Bone's running point, I love. He's just so fucking, I mean, talk about a hard worker, you know what I mean? Um, So, yeah, that was a huge disappointment. And then MPJ is on, I mean, it feels like he's going to have a historic season this year, dude. He's, talk about proving the doubters wrong. Um, But, yeah, I don't
1: know. That's what I was gonna say. So yep. So I mean, I guess we're kind of back to square one overall, where it's just like, yep, we need to figure out the main issues the nuggets have yeah. always had. Uh what are the nuggets without Jokic on the court? Um mm. what are defense? Th- what is the nuggets defense both interior and exterior? Perimeter <laughs> <For another. laughs> and uh Like third quarter still have been pretty rough. Uh, So these are all the same issues. So um...
0: if if basketball games are two quarters, the
1: Nuggets would go undefeated, maybe for the last three seasons. Oh yeah, Um,
0: it's so frustrating, dude. How how they can just capitulate after halftime, almost like it, uh, almost you know, like it's a fucking thing that they have to
1: do. It's funny you say that because I've always thought Jokic is like the best at starting games, right? Yeah. It's like, I wonder what would happen if you just don't take him out ever. But I mean, I know you get <laughs> tired and, and he starts like shooting short and.
0: Yeah, it just you know, turns
1: pink. <laughs> just turns pink. But, well, I'm excited to talk about next week, uh, Noah, the Nuggets basketball. Uh, also, weird though that Nuggets played on Sunday, next game's on Thursday. So,
0: yeah, that was really weird. That, nice I've never seen that much of a break just in the middle of the season. It actually is nice, but also I'm pissed to not be able to watch basketball. Bulls beat yeah. the Nets. Um, 32 hey, points for KD. Um, and sorry, I'm just looking at the scores on the screen right now. Um, no, dude, I mean, we've had basketball for like two weeks and now it's four days off and I kind of can't handle it. So, I'm ready to be back and talk some more basketball next week. Anything to plug, Jacob?
1: I don't think so. Uh, follow us on Twitter at NuggetsPod and on Instagram at Chicken and the Nuggets. Uh, anything you want to plug, Noah? You're doing a magic show. and Doing a magic today. comedy
0: show. And it's the Saturday, maybe, after Thanksgiving. It's going to be a great fucking show. My um, good friend, Scotty Weiss, who is a professional magician, is the headliner. And I'm going to make some goofs up front buy tickets i don't know where you buy them um that's my big fucking thing this month and right. rotating tap of course <laughs> anyway.
1: actually let me say this too uh shout out to superfan phil corridor if you're still listening <laughs> you can catch me on his show this friday he booked me for yesterday at wide right uh the joking bee there's some sort of theme I don't know it's something weird and phil corridor so hey phil put me on that
0: fucking show if you're still listening how about that put me on the show
1: Jesus all Christ. right well yeah, see, super see fan no my
0: dick and balls <laughs> <laughs> jacob it's really good to see you dude it is good um, to see you I miss, I miss you and uh
1: i miss you so come home soon and i will i'll come safe, home though. safe Dang. thanks
0: everybody for listening bye have a good week